Welcome to Didache, where we are studying to show ourselves approved, rightly dividing the word of truth so we can worship God in spirit and truth, deepening our knowledge of God, thereby enabling us to deepen our love for God. Here is your host, Justin Peters. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Justin Peters. I hope that you and your family are doing well today. I want to thank you very much for watching this video. And I'm, I'm doing this short video because I, I want to bring your attention to a testimony. Now, this is a, a video that I've actually had on my YouTube channel for some time, but uh, it's one of the first videos that I put up on my YouTube channel back when I, I you know, nobody was watching my YouTube channel. And so uh, it's it's gotten pushed way down, you know, in the queue there, I suppose. And uh, so a lot of people have probably missed it, but I, I want to bring it to your attention because it is such a powerful testimony uh, on a couple of different levels. Briefly, for a little bit of background information, this is, uh, as I said, a testimony from a lady named Frankie. Now, Frankie knew my wife, Kathy, before I knew my wife. Uh, she knew my wife, Kathy, and then Kathy's friend, another lady named Vicki. And um, long story short, Frankie... Uh, at the time claimed to be a Christian, but she was not. She was a false convert. And uh, But Kathy and Vicki tried to disciple her, thinking that she was a believer, but not realizing at the time that she was a, a false convert. And so they were actually trying to disciple someone who was unregenerate. And, uh, and so obviously that didn't, that didn't last very long. And so Frankie went back into the world and... Um, you know, we're all saved out of horrific sin. Sin is sin. But Frankie's testimony is is quite compelling because she was saved out of um, lesbianism. She was a homosexual. And then God truly saved her. And uh, so I want you to see this segment of her testimony. I'm going to put it in here. And, uh, and, and once when that's over and you hear her testimony for yourself... Then I'll have a few concluding thoughts about um, sharing the gospel and sharing the gospel with homosexuals. Okay? Here's Frankie. And today it's my privilege and my pleasure to baptize someone who's come to faith in Christ several months ago, Frankie Preston. She's been with us church for a while. She's come on Sunday nights, uh, and I'm excited. I've read her testimony. She's going to come and share that testimony with you folks. And, uh, and we're going to praise God in our hearts and our minds. And then I'm going to baptize her, my sister in Christ. Come on, Frankie. Too close yeah. To okay, so here's my testimony. Um, as King David said in the Psalms 51:5, "Behold, I was brought forth in iniquity, and in sin my mother conceived me." Committing every sin imaginable, I was a homosexual for most of my life. I was violent, angry, self-indulged, and in latter years a drunk, physically alive yet spiritually dead. A certain event in, in November 2016 had me, face, had me feeling angry, unforgiving, 
and I isolated myself for several days and nights remembering the street evangelist Ray Comfort from two Bible-believing women who tried to disciple me in 2008. I looked him up on YouTube and watched several of his videos. I had heard the gospel in the past, but never grasped it. Ray's bold approach in telling people that they will go to hell for breaking God's law, but that Christ died on the cross and on the third day rose again to pay the penalty for guilty sinners, and if they repent and put their trust and faith in him, that they would be saved. I finally understood that I had sinned against the holy God, that my sin was an offense to him. Just as in John 9, where Christ gave sight physically to the blind man, he gave me sight spiritually and guided me to the knowledge of truth. As it says in Romans 10, 17, so faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of Christ. My prayers went from asking God to forgive and save me to asking him to help me forgive the person who offended me. As days, weeks, and months have gone by, I find myself continuing in repentance and forgiving easier and praying more for the lost and at times sharing the gospel, passing out tracts, evidence that God who is rich in mercy called me out by name by his grace will not allow anyone to snatch me out of his hand he says in John 10 27 through 28 my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me and I give eternal life to them and they will never perish, and no one will snatch them out of my hand. Just as he called Lazarus in John 11, from physical death to physical life, he's called me from spiritual death to spiritual life. And God gets the glory for his saving grace. I understand and I know that salvation is a work of Jesus Christ, and I thank God for saving me. I want to show my love and obedience and following Christ by being baptized and commit my life to being a servant of God, obeying his commands in holy reverence to the Lord. Amen. Amen. What a testimony. <laughs> well, Frankie, and I've already heard it, but is it your testimony that Jesus Christ is Lord of all? Yep. Is it your testimony that he is your Lord and personal Savior? Yeah. And it is your desire and commitment today before these many witnesses to follow him faithfully the rest of the days of your life? Yeah. That based on your testimony before these many witnesses, I'm going to baptize you, my sister, in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, buried in the likeness of his death, and raised in the of his death. Wasn't that powerful? Indeed. Praise the Lord. Uh, I want to bring your attention to a couple of aspects of Frankie's testimony. Number one, I want you to notice the godly sorrow that she had over her sin. Uh, as she was describing her sin or, you know, not in great detail, but, but talking about her sin and then talking about how God saved her out of it. Uh, you saw how she wept. I mean, she just broke down. That is 
That is a godly sorrow over sin that Paul speaks of in Second Corinthians chapter seven. And I'm not saying you necessarily have to weep, you know, physical tears, but that grieving over our sin, that is a hallmark of true regeneration. When we grieve over our sin, because we understand that our sin grieves God. Number two, Frankie was saved out of homosexuality, amongst other things. But she was saved out of homosexuality, lesbianism. And notice in her testimony, she did mention it, but it was not the focal part of her testimony. Uh, She says that she watched Ray Comfort and watched him present the gospel. And as Ray does, he He brings the Ten Commandments. He brings the moral law of God to bear on people so that they realize that they are sinners. And Frankie did. She realized uh, through watching Ray Comfort that she was a sinner. Um, Sometimes I'm asked about how do you share the gospel with a homosexual? My answer is that you share the gospel with a homosexual the same way that you share the gospel with a straight person. You simply share the gospel. You see, dear ones, when dealing with homosexuals, uh, people are not lost because they are homosexual. They're homosexual because they are lost. And so you share the gospel with that person. And if God uses that to draw that person to himself, if he... If that is a one of God's lost sheep that he is in the process of calling to the shepherd, and by the way, Frankie got John ten twenty seven, my sheep hear my voice, correct, and in its proper context, which is more than I can say for a lot of very well-known evangelical preachers out there today. So anyway, that's a whole other story, but she got it right. So if, if God is using the gospel in, in your witnessing encounter uh, to, to draw that person to himself, if this person is a homosexual, um, and, and he is calling that person to the shepherd, um, you don't have to drill down on the issue of homosexuality because there's a ton of other sins in that person's life that will also send him or her to hell, not just homosexuality. Read 1 Corinthians chapter 6. Paul says, Do not be deceived, neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor effeminate, nor homosexuals, nor covetous, revilers, swindlers uh, will inherit the kingdom of God, and such were some of you. You were those things, but you're not now. But you were washed. You were sanctified. You were justified. So when God calls someone to himself, if he uses your gospel witness to save that person, Um, that person will be a new creature in Christ and that person will will be delivered out of the sin of lying, will be delivered out of the sin of blasphemy and to be delivered out of the sin of uh, being a thief and all these things. And guess what will go away? Homosexuality will go away. It is true that homosexuals will not inherit the kingdom of God, but it is just as true that liars and thieves and blasphemers and adulterers at heart will not inherit the kingdom of God either. So you share the gospel the same way with a homosexual as you would share it with anyone else. And I've shared the gospel with, um, I don't even know how many homosexuals. And, you know, some of them you can tell. You can tell that person's a homosexual. Um, some you can't. Uh, but if I suspect that I'm talking to a homosexual, I don't drill down on homosexuality. 
uh, I don't have to say, well, you know, you're gay and you know that, that homosexuals will not inherit the kingdom of God. You know, if he dies a homosexual, you'll, you'll go to hell. That is true. That is absolutely true. But I, if this is somebody that I'm witnessing to, I don't have to drill down on that because that person is also a liar, a thief, a blasphemer, an adulterer at heart, at least. That person's got a hundred thousand other sins that he needs, he or she needs to be delivered from. So, and if God saves that person, truly calls that person to the shepherd, and that person is a new creature in Christ, guess what's going to go away? Homosexuality will go away. Now, if someone claims to be a Christian, and yet they also say that uh, they are a homosexual, well, I'm a, I'm a homosexual Christian, I'm a gay Christian, then you can drill down on that, because there's no such thing as a gay Christian. But um, but if you're just sharing the gospel with someone and you suspect that person to be a homosexual, A, don't be afraid to share the gospel with that person. And B, share the gospel with that person the same way you would share it with anyone else. It is the power of God unto salvation for all who believe, for the Jew first and also to the Greek, and also to the homosexual, to the liar, to the thief, to the blasphemer, all these things. The gospel is the power of God into salvation. The gospel saved Frankie and delivered her out of homosexuality, yes, and out of out of all the other sins um, that held her in bondage. All right? Thank you very much, dear ones. I hope that this has been helpful for you, maybe an encouragement, a little bit of instruction as well. Until our next time together, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of His Holy Spirit be with you all. Thank you for listening to Didache. We hope that you were encouraged and edified by what you just heard. If you have a question or comment for Justin, or are interested in more teaching resources, or would like to have him come and preach at your church or conference, you may contact him at justinpeters.org.